on Radio Silverstone every Friday evening from 8pm. We look ahead to the weekend's motorsport action, including some big-name interviews with the teams and drivers that'll be making the headlines. Hear the show on the website, silverstone.co.uk, or via our smartphone app. Download it for free. Just search Silverstone. It's the six hours of uh, Silverstone this weekend, and joining me on the line is Alan McNish. Thanks for joining us on Radio Silverstone. Yeah, thank you very much. It's uh, good to be coming back to Silverstone. Last time I was there was for the British Grand Prix, and uh, I sincerely hope the weather's a wee bit better than it was over that weekend. Well, uh, looking out the window, as I am doing now, I I can't promise anything. It's looking a bit gloomy, but uh, who knows? I mean, it's... uh, I'm sitting in London at the moment, and I can tell you it's significantly warmer and significantly better. But whichever way, uh, the six hours usually throws up a good race. We've had dry ones, we've had wet ones, we've had wet and dry ones, and it's always been a good old battle. So I think uh, the weather just plays a wee bit of an added factor into it. I don't think it'll spoil it or change it. Well, uh, I've been reading your uh, Twitter feed um, Alan, and uh, you said that it's a, it feels like a long time since Le Mans and you've been going a bit stir-crazy. Yeah, it has been. You know, Le Mans was in the middle of June and, okay, we've done some testing since then and uh, had PR things and various stuff with Sky for the Grand Prix, but in reality, you know, you want to get back to racing and uh, it was quite... A funny feeling getting off the flight this morning where you just felt that you were actually going back to work. It was, you know, you, this is what you were meant to be doing. And, uh, you know, Lamont was a long time ago and it was, uh, it was a, it was a good feeling, I would say, to get back to know that, uh, this coming weekend we've got another race on board and uh, we're going to be back in the, the heat of competition. So really then, um, in between these, the, the long gaps in between um, Le Mans and now, um, you said you, you've been testing a little bit, but what else have you been doing to sort of prepare yourself for this weekend? Um, to be honest, from a preparation for this weekend, uh, not a heck of a lot, because it, the, con- the years of constant sort of preparation, if you like, and all of the testing we do up towards Le Mans is uh, really a big, big factor of our mileage or testing, if you want. Um, but since then, there's been quite a lot of PR activities. For example, uh, I was in, uh, we had some PR with Audi after the Le Mans 123, and uh, then I had to go to Bahrain for the press conference for the World Championship race that's going out there. I went straight from there to testing, and I went uh, straight from there to Sky to do some uh, Formula One television stuff. And uh, so, it, you know, it's been a pretty hectic time. It hasn't certainly been a holiday, that's for sure. But uh, that's the way I prefer it. I prefer to be on the go as opposed to sitting at home twiddling my thumbs. Yeah, and uh, well, it, it is nice to see you uh, active and busy and, and still on our TV screens with uh, with the work that you're doing, filling in for for Anthony uh, Davidson. Um, just a, a quick question about that. Um, are you will will you still be appearing doing some stuff for Sky in the future? Yes, yes. Um, it does become a little bit more tricky now because a lot of our races clash with uh, the Grand Prix. But, uh, yeah, we'll be still doing bits and pieces. It's quite good fun, I've got to be honest. It's, it's uh, quite entertaining. Is that, Sky, is that Skypad really as, as cool to use as it is to look at? I'm just going to clarify one thing here. It is actually touchscreen. It is there and fully interactive. So it is sort of a action. It's, 
it is very impressive. I've got to say that there's so many different dimensions to it um, that you can really get into the detail. And uh, they're always looking at ways to improve it as well going forward. And I think uh, coming into 2013, they've got some ideas that will make it even better. Sounds like a lovely toy. It really does. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It, uh, can you imagine having one of those at home? You just it, It's your, you know, it's the real boy's toy. I'm not sure quite whether I'd be able to get it onto my wall, though, because I think it's a 104-inch TV at the end of it all. And uh, it requires some very clever people to make sure it all works. Well, uh, I, I don't think I'd be able to uh, to afford one, uh, no matter what it costs. But uh, but yeah, it'd be, like I say, it'd be good to see you back on uh, messing with your your boys' toys on Sky anyway uh, for the Grand Prix. Um, I noticed, like you said earlier, it's uh, it's probably your last European race of the year before heading off to like the likes of Brazil and, and Bahrain and Japan and China as well. Yeah. Um, is there like a special sort of nostalgia that you get with racing in Europe at tracks like Spa and Le Mans and Silverstone that you get over some of the newer tracks? Um, certainly there's that historical angle to it. There's no question. When you do go to Spa uh, and you know of all of the stories of the past and even your early career, like, uh, you know, for me, my first race was at Silverstone back in 1987 on the club circuit. And uh, then, you know, racing in a sports car and uh, national and international races as well and Formula One, then it, it does bring it all back. Um, the, there's a sort of counterbalance to that, that all the points are the same for winning at Silverstone or winning in Brazil or China or wherever it may be. However, the reality is that uh, it's got a little bit of an extra sort of kudos when you are at, uh, when you're, you're racing at home. Well, uh, I'm sure the racing won't be any less as uh, any less dramatic racing in Brazil uh, next time out for you, or Bahrain, or Japan, or China. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, I suppose from a Brit's point of view, it's always nice to be racing at home, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, without doubt, it's always uh, it's good to be here. It's one time per year, and uh, from that side, you know, family and friends, and just generally the fact that people speak their own language and you can go and get a decent cup of tea and uh, that's something that I can guarantee you can get in Brazil Nice cup of tea in the rain <laughs> Nice cup of tea in the sunshine in the sunshine it'll be positive Yeah, okay uh, Well, uh, no doubt then uh, you'll be ho uh, hoping for um, nothing less than a victory uh, this weekend um, here at the track um, Things are looking on course uh, you don't really have without disrespecting uh, Toyota, of course, you don't really have too many other competitors. Um, I think to put it that clearly is honestly a little bit strong. Um, Toyota were very quick at Le Mans. We saw that yeah, they, they were, they were yeah. on the ballpark straight away. They were leading the races at times and, you know, we are going to have to be good to be better than them. They've got a new aerodynamic package. Um, you know, they've already proved their worth in some respects, and I know them very well. I haven't raced for them in sports cars and Formula One. Um, but on the other side of it, Audi are also very strong, and we've got uh, a good proven package, and uh, I'm looking forward to that fight. So it really won't be a case of uh, the Audis just running away with it? I don't think so. I certainly don't think so. I think uh, that there's a bit more to it than that. Excellent. Well, I certainly uh, look forward to watching that on TV. And uh, we'll uh, certainly be able to catch up with you at the weekend to see 
just how well uh, you did uh, this weekend cool. racing at uh, the six hours of Silverstone for the Audi. It is uh, Le Mans winner and uh, uh, great British driver, Alan McNish. Thanks for joining us on Radio Silverstone. Thank you very much.